Why are you nervous? Right? I'm I don't so know, confused. I'm always like that. As many, as like many that. interviews as you do, well, let me yeah. just I tell you who on, I am. But yeah. I, yeah, I turn on. But let me tell you about how bad. Then. Yeah, she can. Baby, you know, we started like, what, five years ago? Okay. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> five minutes. Hey, uh, it's your man, the Afro Weekend, Orlando Crespo. Guess what? Guess what? Giving you the Cuban C's. Know what I mean? What up, Suave? What up, though? You know it's your boy, the 18th. I ain't never been to Cuba. Right. <laughs> and I don't think I have to go now. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yes, indeed. Up, We're down here, man. In fact, y'all just go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi. I'm Heather with Havana Cigars. I'm here with my husband and hermano. Okay. Uh, Miguel. Yep. Miguel. Hey, what's your husband's name? My husband's name is Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rafa Ramirez. Yeah, so we, we're family owned and operated. Small business here in Atlanta in the heart of downtown, yeah. right on Auburn Avenue. Historic Auburn Avenue. Historic. Right yes. around the corner. Right here. Right, right here. Right, right, right here. Right, right at the light. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we right. Y'all right in the middle. So in that right there in itself, how would you all, what made you want to come down to this spot? Because it is a pretty historic. It was imperative that we were on this street to me. Uh-huh. Oh. oh, yeah. We live in an action, y'all. Somebody okay. might walk in in the middle. It's good. <laughs> yeah. We live in an action. Come on in. Come on. Come on in. You already opened the door. Come yeah, on come in. Come on in. We live in that. Come on, baby. Just watch your step on the track. I know he coming to get some hey, steak. Hey, how y'all doing? Right, right, see? see you in yeah. I know who yeah. I am. Yeah, right. hey, how you doing? Welcome. Oh, you say hey, brother. Come on. Come on, brother. Yeah, we live in action. Yeah. Check it out. Let me know where you are. Yeah. Help yourself. But it was. We didn't get no more Detroit's in. No, not yet. Now they're on order. They See on how the, it go? They on the way. <laughs> See how you mentioned Detroit? See? I don't want to get. I don't want to say nothing. Y'all yeah, think I, I set that up? No. Y'all think I set that up? But let them know where you from. I'm from the D. I'm from Detroit. Mm-hmm. And so the original cigars that we carry from Detroit are actually called Detroit. And so they're um, Costa Rican leaf. And I have some that are rolled in sugar cane and honey. I have some other twenty minutes. And uh, some that are mint. Yeah, limited edition, twenty minute walk. Yeah, so we have we have a few that we're we're testing out. But every time I bring them in, it's like I can't not bring them back because everybody wants them. I ain't set that up, y'all. We're working on it. We got something coming. It's timeless. Yeah. So what were you saying about it being imperative that you? It was imperative that we were on Auburn Avenue because I know the history of this street. This is one of the richest streets in Atlanta for black Americans. And back in the day when they had a renaissance in Harlem, they were having a renaissance right here in Atlanta. So that was important to me. I know that this is the street that Martin Luther King grew up on, literally, and his site is here, Ebenezer Baptist Church. And so I I, I take a lot of pride in the fact that we're here. And uh, in Detroit as well, you know, we had a lot of black millionaires as a result of uh, allowing, uh, you know, actually corporations left from Detroit and as a result of that, we ended up having several black-owned businesses that were able to prosper. So rather than having like the Walgreens or CBS, we had Rancher's Drugs, which right. was like my actually my mother's best friend's father's you know, uh, business. And he had like three, four different locations. So that gave us an opportunity, and I just wanted to see that opportunity happen again here on Auburn. I wanted to be a part of that. They got no 60, 70 gauges. No. Not yet. Not yet. We don't have any. We're so. We are the 70. 
And we all Let me give y'all a little yeah. history on how we Not found out about this place. Uh, <clears throat> shout out to the homie Chi Town Peach. I was meeting her down here just for a stick, my own girl. Yes, thank and, you, uh, sis. I ran and me and me and Miguel hit it off right when I came through the door. You know what I'm saying? And I asked Miguel, I said, Yo, you I thought he owned the place. And I said, You ever been interviewed? He was like, Nah. He said, But the owner's ass. He said, Let me put you in contact with him. But he ain't played me off with giving me no card to call and all that. He jumped on the phone right then mm-hmm. and he put me in contact with her. We put it together. Here we are today. That's um, Rafael, give us your history, man. Why, why this? Y'all, y'all could have did a lot. Y'all could have came down here and sold food, clothes, drugs, and whatever. You know what I'm saying? You weren't being forced. Y'all, right. You, know, you could have did it anything. But you, you, you picked something that I'm pretty sure is near and dear to you. I just want to know why. So, I'm going to throw you the shoes. Uh, I know it was engine cigar in my life. Then to I tell them on my white head, um I'm from Cuba. Then my family uh, one of my cousins she worked in a queer factory in Cuba but we have a cigar all day in my house but I never smoke. Right. So it's, it's not something that I like. And my uncle basically um, he lives in Brand Rio when they had all the plantation the the Cuban tobacco. Oh, okay. So I go to Bernardo Rio, uh, basically my, in my swimming time, vacation time. I go there like two months every year to play. And I play around the field, the, the tobacco ball. I never think about it, this, but they can be my, my business, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So my first cigar I smoked was in 1998. My cousin gave me one call, he was playing there, and I forgot. And it was terrible, I said, hell no, I cannot do it. <laughs> For real. And, you know, time passed, um, I'm coming to the United States, I met my wife, and she told me why not, you know? Yeah, uh, sorry, we do it uh, business with uh, one of our other cigar lounge, you know, we okay. do it uh, financial with these people, so we decided to come and do it our, our own. Right, we invested in another cigar shop that's no longer in business. Okay. okay. And so uh, it did it, it went it just went south from as soon as we gave them our money. Okay, okay. And so then I was like, you know, the old side of me, you know, Detroit that likes to fight. I was like, I don't want to have to do this. I'm so not setting this up. You hear what I, she said? So I, I was like, I, I don't want to fight. So instead of that, let me show them better than I can tell them. And so then that's what I ended up doing. So I was like, I'm going to open one and show them how we can do this. And as a result, we're still here and they're not. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Hey, we're live in action. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a very authentic feeling here. Like, you know, you go to a lot of cigar lounges, especially here in, in Atlanta. You think you at a club, you you know, you go into a, a something that cigar smoking thing is the last thing is going on in there. But y'all keep it very calm, which is what, it's, it's, well, what I understand that cigar is supposed to do is keep you calm. It's authentic. How do y'all keep that vibe? Because, I mean, sometimes we do get a little, we turn up here a little bit, you know, we a little bit. Yeah. But how do y'all make make sure with y'all that y'all keep that the authenticity and what y'all want in y'all lounge? Because I know a lot of people, they start one way and then they turn over to something else that they, had, they, they didn't even want. But every time I done came in here, it's very authentic. Like, like I said, I've never been to Cuba, but if this is what it's like, then I'm good. I go over there for something else. Well, you know, Miguel, I'm sure it was important to us that we had someone similar uh, to the way, you know, how we are. And we wanted it to be a typical bodega style, uh, you know, hole in the wall kind of thing where it's like, you're at home, you can come here and be low-key if you want. If you want to be somebody, everybody's somebody here. So if you're going to be somebody famous or regular, you're just going to be regular and famous. We're not going to, you know, Everybody's important to us, right. but we're not like catering to that. So right. a lot of times we get a lot of people who want to come here because they don't want to be recognized. Right. They want to just be a regular person, and then you know, just not having you know, we have cigars and coffee. That's what a lot of times when you get a bar and you and you and it becomes something else. Then it's like now it's not really a cigar place. It's you know, and if you think about Calle Ocho in Miami, where you go where all the cigar places are, you know, they're all pretty much the same. It's a you know. You walk in, 
you get what you want, but they're not like, oh, this is a bar, come hang out and party. Right. Whereas Atlanta has how many cigar places? Something is open right now. I'm pretty sure something just opened right now. Exactly. I'm pretty sure it's saturated. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So we had to make it through that, but it was important to us in in selecting, you know, asking Miguel to come on with us too, that we have, you know, someone that could relate. So what would you say coming in after we've been open these years? And I mean, I started off as one of the clientels. Um, Met them and just came here. When I came here, I did not want to be bothered. When I wanted to talk, I talked. When I didn't, I didn't. And Rafa's good with vibes, so I just kept the same vibe. If you came in and I saw you having a bad day, yeah. I ain't bothering you. You want a coffee? You good? All right, cool. You want to talk? I'm here. Uh, music selection goes by vibes. Um, if it's raining outside, I kind of like put like a little bit of merengue, salsa, some house music. I keep changing it up. Jazz. She, lo- she loves jazz. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she loves jazz. Uh, every now and then I'll play jazz, you know, but I'll do like, we don't do karaoke, but of course everybody heard of DJ Cassidy, mm-hmm. um, Oso City, uh-huh. uh, cousin right here. We do verses too. <laughs> yes. They, they were just started we doing verses. Just started doing verses. Okay. Old school verses. I want it. Like, oh, yeah. So, I want it. We compare songs. And yeah, so, I want you know, it. it's, it's good because when it comes to music, it, it changes the whole atmosphere. Um, Heather went ahead and uh, chose the color of the walls <laughs> and, you know, the decorations yeah. and everything else. It's a lot of history on these it's, walls. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not oh, just yeah. saying, like, that's, the that's, decorations. It's some history so, on these walls. So one thing I'm going to say, because he's humble very, as ever. Very. Um, Rafa said he comes from Cuba. Mm-hmm. Rafa didn't tell you how he got into the United States. Rafa used to be on one of the national teams for Cuba. So he has a lot more history. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. But not the kind of New York, like the real, like one real, team. real Olympic right. handball. Like they, we don't have it that much here in the United right, States. Right, right. So that's what he used to do. Um, so I married a baller. These girls right here are by Cuba's um, boxing trainer, the Olympic trainer. Who Rafa knows too. Oh, wow. I mean, so you do have like little pieces here of history. Yep. You know, he just plays wow. a very low key, like a lot of our clientele that come in here that, you know, had to say, you know, they're famous and they just want to come here low key. All right. And the most they might have somebody come in that knows who they are, be like, may I take a picture? Yeah, they'll take a picture, go back down, right. and that's right. it. I mean, but, but they're not inundated, yeah. and there are times that they say no. Yep, yeah. and that's okay too. Right. Yeah. Just if you look at the, your website, especially your IG, mm-hmm. y'all and it, some people come through these doors though that don't mind y'all taking pictures. Right. I just seen a uh, big gift coming here, uh, maybe last week. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday. Um, shout, shout out to Gip. Yes, big gift. Um, <laughs> but the, and, and I'm, I'm gonna say the twins because I don't want to disrespect how they say their name. I don't want to do that. But oh, Presley Cubana. See, I wouldn't even try. See, I wouldn't even try. African Cuban woman owned and manufactured brand. We yeah. sell out of them every week. We brought them to Atlanta. That's what I'm smoking now. Shout out to you ladies. Mm-hmm. That's a big you got, got a good product. Those my sisters. Um, let's talk sticks for a minute. You can go to cigar lounges and a lot of them had the same, you know, the majority of the Just high price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When y'all go to picking y'all sticks, what do y'all look for before y'all say I want to sell this like what do y'all look at the people that's selling them what, what, what's mixed with it like what do y'all decide we're going to bring this stick to our store so to me basically I look the history mm-hmm. about the cigar thing about who owned the company who owned the cigar who they got the work I mean, the, the family, cigar, the family. Mm-hmm. so uh, because to me this is very important absolutely you know, we support uh, our Cuban people, also anybody, you know, but black people, you know, small business. Sure. And this is how we like it for the day one. That's right. why I'm telling my wife, you know, we do it different than everybody. We Absolutely. We the same to everybody. So right. we do it, while we like to do it, different than everybody. So uh, I had one that my, my good friend, that his uh, grandfather, he uh, Gomez Sanchez. So this... Pedro Gomez. Pedro Gomez. So he was... 
one of the best cigar aficionados back in the day in the Rio, in the book, not in the magazine. The cigar yeah. aficionado book, not so, the magazine. Um, when I came to the United States in 07, he left Cuba in 1998, so we lost contact. When I came in 07, we thought again. I said, hey, what are you doing? You know, working control, trying to play a sport anymore, so I have to, you know, make something happen. Where? And he told me that, man, fuck this, I'm not doing that. So, mm -hmm. I'm happy to open the cigar shop. So like, bro, I don't know nothing about cigar, and my family knows cigar, but I don't know. So it's a rap for everybody. I'm happy you, you are to make a cigar uh, your lounge. Mm -hmm. And this is how we, you know, we start, and me and Heather make it uh, the cigar lounge like this, you know, very intimate, very close, the more close you can be a Cuban. Yeah. You know, and I tell the people, a lot of people come out here asking me, oh, you have it this, you have it that. But the crazy thing is, the people they don't know, and you have to educate people also, they like to buy the 50, 100 dollar cigar. But it's a tricky when you take it, the label of the cigar, you don't know what you, you smoke. Don't know what it is. Right. Right. So you can smoke twenty dollar cigar, you can smoke five dollar cigar or three dollar cigar. Right. And you say, Oh, it's good. I do this one of my guys. So this this is a funny thing for real. I have a one day we carry uh Michael Stanion. That's one also boutique cigar. And one guy they play for the uh football uh yeah. New York thing, what is that? Oh, New York Giants, yeah. He came up, three big guys. So, hey, man, you have Padron 1926. I'm like, man, no, I don't have that. But I Google the Padron 1926, it's like a $50. I said, no, I don't have that, but I have this. This right. is uh, Michael Daniel. So, this boutique guy, he told me, how much is this? So, it's like, maybe like 20 bucks. So, we do all like this. Try this cigar. You don't like it, you don't have to pay. Right. You know, this cool. Right. So, he tried the cigar, and he bought the whole box. <laughs> he said, man, this cigar this yeah. is better than the any kind of cigar. It's right. boutique blend, right. you know? Yeah. But this is the thing that people did not realize. Sometimes the boutique company, they make the cigar better because they want to use more the cigar. They want right, to use right. taste, the quality. And Attention they make to it, detail. Yes, and they make Absolutely. the cigar the real, the real age. See, they 10 years, they can be 10 year age. Right. Because when you have your big nest, whatever nest. Mass production. Whatever nest, so, okay, you know, you smoke the cigar, but you know the name, but you don't smoke because the, the history of how many years the tobacco be aged. Mm -hmm. And this is why I look in the cigar. Okay. This is a fourth question I ask, so how many years? And not only because you told me, I believe in you, so no, I, I look. Then Miguel has to yeah. test it, he has to test it. We, we let our patrons and you know friends and family yes. who come here test it out before we make a decision. We also know that you know there's only a certain number of families that are making cigars in the world. So uh, a lot of the major brands are purchasing a license. Oh. And when they buy the license, then they can you know use them exclusively for this particular brand. And they do all the marketing. Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. I mean, that's how you build your brand, right? So I get that. But I also wanted to make sure that we got, we, we were able to directly affect the families that are making the cigars on the ground and that they can eat and we can eat and then we can have something totally different than what everybody else has. Mm -hmm. Not to say that they don't have good quality and they do. You know, they may have much more right. than we do, but in terms of the niche, small batch, family owned, black owned, we give a lot of people a, ch a chance. You know, I mean, there have been several brands that have launched right. from our shop, and we push even Big Gift. He came to us; he wanted to launch on Auburn Avenue his own CBD, you right. know. And right. so that it means something to us too that we have a voice sure. that that people are, are are willing to come and 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 see. We got something different. If you want what everybody else have, go wherever sure. you want. Yeah. 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 Well, let me ask you something. I'm more of a novice smoker. He's a veteran. Right, so that's why I hang with these guys. But anyway, most of my questions come from a novice aspect. Mm -hmm. So, in a in a cigar line such as this, do you have an issue finding distributors for your humidor? Because we've been to several places where the humidor is just empty; it's never replenished. It's always an issue. So you, that comes from the major brands. That? That, that's what happens when you deal with the major brands. But you do have smaller brands, too, that we're waiting, which is why you got to get them orders in, mm -hmm. the and thing, you got to buy both. The thing is, you got to know, you know, try to cut you off, Heather. But no, I, I guess um, when I'm here, I kind of, we try to have the best communication. Our communication sometimes sucks. 
because it's a lapse, you know, and it's just any other business. Um, but we, she tries to stay on top of it. Rafa stays on top of it. I try to stay on top of it. Sometimes the email doesn't get sent out. But we have direct communication with a lot of these small brands um, because they're black-owned, they're Afro-Latino-owned, they're Cuban-owned. So because we have that direct communication and they see that we're not this other company, this major company that's trying to, you know, that's just selling cigars, you know. We actually push their cigars because we want people to try it out. We promote them. We give them free advertising. Yeah, I mean, and not only that, but I mean, we'll do events. We have certain people come hand roll. You know, they'll do different things. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll come and visit us, and they're, they're shocked that we actually sell as many of the cigars as these bigger companies. Like Placencia. Yeah, Placencia right. is a good one. We, um, they became, they're, they're number one, and we we directly assisted in in that ranking. We directly did because one thing I can tell you is we are a trendsetter. So when we set we something, a trendsetter. So when we when we say something, when we put it out there, oh, don't be surprised. Remember, we're saturated with cigar shops, right. so they're looking to see what we're doing, and they're calling behind. Hey, let me get that cigar that they got. You know, they they're trying mm-hmm. to keep up, and so we constantly have to keep evolving, and we're always looking for what's better, what's you know, what's the next, what's the newest. So that you know, we can have something that no one else has. I mean, ATL cigars—they launched from here. They even had their own. They did Podcast. their promotional. Yeah, they, exactly, they yeah. did a promotional video in our shop. I literally, I was awesome. trying to get down here. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying. Yeah, to so you remember. know, I mean, and that's just <laughs> one. We we have several others. Uh, Malua cigars, mm-hmm. which that's all the way from Dubai. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. came yeah. here. Nah. It's a beautiful yeah. cigar. We're hoping we can get them back. One day, but you know, he had a, he had somebody a middleman, and the middleman I don't know what happened. So after that, you know, they're nowhere to be found in the market anymore over here. So we got to get them back. But that, that's the type of stuff that we have to work with. So yes, logistically wise, that is an issue. But that's why you got to have deep rooted families that have been doing this for a long time. This is not their first time around the rodeo. Now I might take two or three that are just launching and new and see how it goes. If it takes too long, we don't have that many humidors here. Right, so right. we have to, you know, keep it moved. We got to move the product. Yeah. It can't just sit. So that that also helps. That's what I was gonna speak on. I know my first experience here, I came in, Miguel was here, and uh, the first thing I saw, I saw the humidors that, you know, most places, like you said, the ones that's out there, you walk in this big room, you got mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I ain't that much up here. But what Miguel <laughs> did was, he was like, what you like to smoke? Exactly. And before I knew it, he had all the doors open telling me about <laughs> Yo, He had every yeah, door open. Exactly. Yeah, so I, when you have that passion and it comes out in all three of y'all, um, because that same day, that's how we all linked that. That mm-hmm. whole day was just, we came in here and said we was going to smoke for like two hours. We was here for like eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all gave me a time limit, and I was like, all right. And then right when y'all were going to leave, I was like, yo, he'll be here yeah, like half an hour. All right, we're going to stay. We're going to stay. We're going to smoke it. So right. was, oh, that's yeah. right. You did say. Yeah, so it was the passion yeah. that you was talking about, and I'm the type of person, I deal with people that do it for the love. And like you say, everything you just said for looking out for the families, the black and Latino, mm-hmm. and just looking out for people instead of always just wanting to sell sticks exactly. and have a whole big clientele. Like I tell them all the time, there's so many cigar shops around, but this one really is a slice of, of Cuba when you walk in here, and Thank it's just you. a home feel. Like that's I love the goal. It. Very intimate. Like that's yeah. the goal. A lot we of people, want you to feel like that. A lot of people, like we have people that come in, they'll come. I think I played spades here twice. Played hella dominoes. <laughs> right. You know, we got the round table for dominoes. People will just come here and be like, "All right, I just want to chill." You got the sofas. You come here. I don't Welcome know how many times. Yeah, right. that's basically what it is. The living room. You know, you come here and you just like there's times at home you just want to smoke inside the house, but you're like, "Yeah, I can't do this. I gotta go to the garage. I gotta right. go outside." Right. right. You know, and then you do that. But you come here, you like, okay, watch some TV. Y'all want to watch, watch movies? Movie. Let's watch, watch a movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. They play video games sometimes. Yo, I seen the David Chappelle special down here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the closer, yeah, yeah, the closer. Like, yeah. All right. I mean, like, you okay. name it, we do it. Excuse me, Miguel. What what would be the, like, number one house rule when you enter a bag mm. of cigars? Like, I know every lounge has a house rule. And just out of etiquette, you bless in the house. But what is your number one house rule? 
Well, we can all say one. So you go. No, no, you go first. I'm in the rest of the rocks. Okay, so who go go first? You, ladies first. Ladies first. Ladies first. Well, I would say the house rule would be that, I mean, number one, we're going to ask you to purchase at least one cigar. So even if you bring your own cigar, we ask that you try one of ours. Even if you're set on what you like, we want you to expand your palate. Mm-hmm. So we're asking that you try one of our cigars. And we don't mind, you know, it's, it's, it's coffee and cigars. It's BYOB. You can bring your own, but we ask that you, you know, you need to be able to maintain yourself because we're not policing that. So, you know, that's another thing. But just, and, be, and being cordial. Everybody that comes in here speaks. We don't we don't play that. It's not you know everybody daps everybody when you come in here and yeah. even if even if it's an elbow with the COVID whatever right. it is, hello yeah. we we're ladies and gentlemen That's so we're right. gonna speak when we when we see each other. But what would you say? Ruff is next. I'm like, go oh, ahead, Ruff. No, no, Ruff go ahead. Save the best for last. Go oh, ahead. Damn. All right. So I don't. My whole thing is you know just support small business. Uh, at the end of the day, you know even if you come and you set on something. And I can't convince you to, you know, expand your palate, like she said, or try something new. Because that's all you you know, and you're scared that you might spend money. Yeah. Even if you buy a soda, you know, write a review on us. Because that also helps us out. Like, yeah. when people well, come in here, I have a yes. lot of people that come in here like, yo, I want four coffees. I'm looking at them like... But they come in here like, yeah, I was looking for like coffee, and yeah. you guys yeah. are the number one in the coffee. And I'm like, gotcha. and I'm like, all right, well, I do one coffee at a time, you know, you know give me a couple minutes. Right. And I'm like, would Made you like a order. cigar? And they're like, no, no, we just want the coffee. I'm like, all right, we're more than just coffee. Yo, I don't even coffee on yeah. But the coffee is good. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, and then the best thing is we have a sign that says, enter the stranger, leave as a friend above. You know, because at the end of the day, we want you to come in here and be yourself. Sure. Just be yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to talk, like, you know, I keep saying that because a lot of people think that they got to come in here and talk to everybody. Right. You don't have to. Just be yourself and enjoy, you know, the Havana experience. cigar experience. Sure. That's my biggest thing. What you got, Rafa? What you got, Rafa? I mean, to me, it's like, enjoy. Be you. Mm-hmm. That's it. I know, I know, I know. Try pushing about it, you know. Whatever you want, you can sit down, relax. We talk, we talk. You don't want to talk? It's fine for me to talk. I don't talk too much either. But we can see that. We can see We can see that. Yeah, he's going to sit down and he's going to make a coffee and he's going to leave you alone. You want to have a conversation? Yeah, we know we can talk, but you know, I let everybody be you. You know, you come here to relax and decompress and enjoy the moment. That's it. We even let people put their own music on within yes. reason. Absolutely. You know, some people oh, sure. might want to take it too far, and we yeah. have to say, hey, like I can enough. Have <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, can we, can we turn down the techno now? Or, you know, okay, old school. Respect the spot. Yeah. I guess it's, you know, we give everybody their time. No, no, we love house. Love house. We love house. And the jazz. And the so, jazz. So I know y'all, y'all want to know about us, um, and I know you guys have a following. Um, I met both of you two. This is actually the first time I'm meeting you. Yeah. Um, so where are you from? You said you're that Afro Puerto Rican. Yeah. So, my, my so family, you thought you know Indian and everything. My family is from New Jersey. What part? Okay. North New Jersey. He's from New Jersey. Right. North, North. North, North. Park Ave. Orange, ah. Barringer, all that. Yeah. Wait. Where you go to Barringer? Oh, no, I, that was Barringer Prep. And then I came down here. Oh, okay. I spent the rest of my Because I graduated in 92. Did you? Okay. Yeah. I left in 97. But I was here in North Plate. But okay. I went to Barringer Prep. But my family's from Newark, New Jersey. And on my father's side, they're from Bayamon, Puerto Rico. And Caguas. Okay. Mm. So that's how I ended up putting the two together. Afro-Rican. Hey, listen. Now, now, I mean, I if you it. look at it, if you look at your history from Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. uh, you're Nigerian. Uh, I know Indian, the Nigerian tribe that you're from is Uruba. I gotta look at that. Yeah, trust me, I, I've done all the research. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Uruba, that's the tribe that actually ended up in Puerto Rico and Cuba. So and y'all Puerto family. Island. Yeah, something like that. We're right. <laughs> gonna vibe definitely yeah. after this. But, but um, um, I, I know you had mentioned your palate. 
what would be the best way to clean clean your palate if you're smoking a cigar? Well, the coffee helps. The coffee helps. Yeah, think about when you when you when you go to like to if you yeah you know when you go to get your cologne and they make you sniff the coffee beans. So the coffee cleans your palate. So that that's one way for you to test something. And so that uh, you could get two cigars. Start out with one, drink your coffee, and then try the next if you like. If you got time, you know. Um, but that's one way to. What, do you have any other suggestions? Coffee. Yeah. Cool. The only thing I've ever heard was um, no peppermint. No, no, no. no. no you got it. No, no. uh, mm-hmm. Like the pure chocolate, like cocoa. Yeah, chocolate. yeah okay, like chocolate. like anything yeah. over eighty-seven. It has to be eighty-seven yeah. percent pure. Anything above that, you know, you just you don't put a whole piece you just like kind of break it off and let it just sit on your tongue let it melt like when you was a kid and then you know go ahead and try another cigar because they're both the same thing you know you got a cocoa leaf and you got a coffee my taste buds are all over the place so if i'm smoking a cigar what's a good beverage to pair Mm. with a cigar some people well, like to pair different. He can I mean, talk to that. I'm the drinker. Yeah, he's a drinker. I, I, I'm the sports Olympic yeah. drinker here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drink. I'm not, yeah. not drink period. But you know, oh, okay. to me, my favorite or uh, uh, combination of this or uh, cigar and coffee is wine coming from. You know, in Cuba, most people drink cigar and coffee. I thought you can drink rum or whatever, yeah. but I never have this. Because I never, I don't drink. Yeah, he don't drink at all. I drink for him. Miguel, he can, he can do <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's no yeah. fun for me to drink alone. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't drink yeah. either, really. So you like Miguel? Yeah. <laughs> so Miguel does the. Yeah. But usually Miguel, they say whiskey and bourbon, right, Miguel? <laughs> no, they go to meetings. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm the sports Olympic drinker. <laughs> um, so it depends. Like um, depending on what you drink, you can. All our cigars are perfect for every type of alcohol, whether it's wine. And the beauty about the cigars that we carry, because it's such a niche, it's a small company, and the quality of cigars, mm-hmm. like for for instance, the ones you love, Tres Lindas, right? You know it. Them, if you're drinking whiskey, you're going to taste more of the spice, especially on La Clarita. If you're drinking bourbon, you're going to taste more of the vanilla. You know, when it comes to the tequila, the vodka, or the rum, you're either going to taste the spice or the vanilla. You're not going to taste the cedar. So each each one of these cigars have a certain distinct note. There's like probably like three or four different notes in each cigars. So depending on what you're drinking, when you're drinking like coffee with it, you're going to be like, oh, you know, the sweetness or the sugar or the caramel yeah. or, you know, just the milk that you use, the texture of the milk, you're going to taste more of the vanilla. So it's going to make the cigar taste a lot sweeter, but it doesn't change the smoke. So that's that's what it comes down to. So that's why you see, like, you know, a lot of people, they'll come in here, that's why they want coffee. Right. And then later on, they'll switch to liquor. But Or vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they, they do the liquor first and then the coffee. Then you got your unique people. Go ahead and get a cup of coffee. Don't fill it all the way to the top. I need yeah. a little room. Oh, yeah, they got And then they'll go ahead, you know, put the liquor in there. Then it's swear I got not a good got the best of all three worlds: my coffee, my liquor, and my cigar. Oh, hey, Mr. Vaughn. Come on in. Come on in. Mr. Vaughn. Got room? Okay, I'm not interfering, am I? No, come on in. Okay, all right. He's a household name. This one of our neighbors. Hey, Mr. Vaughn. You can sit with them in the room. If you want to sit down, we're going to be yeah. doing this. Yeah, yeah sit down with them. Give me one second. How you doing, okay, sir? Okay, take it up. Well, hey, go brave. Right. Take care of this. Yes, sir. Last question yeah. for them. Because you see business about to... They they opened for... They weren't even open yet, so they did this hey, before they opened. I know, business is open um, for another 35 minutes. Yeah. Last yeah. questions. What y'all got? I got a few more questions. I just want to give you a big shout-out, Heather, for pitching your idea of coffee and cigars in the Motor City at the Motor City match. Yes. Just How'd you find out? You got connections? <laughs> you know, you know, you know that I had that idea right. uh, at the exact same time that I found this location. Right. So it actually happened... Simultaneously, mm-hmm. I won a, an award for pitching the idea, and now, I, by the way, I'm still going through that process. I'm, uh, I've just applied for the next level with Motor City Match. Yeah. Shout out to Motor City Match for for helping Havana Cigars come to Detroit. That's my hometown. I have to give back. 
And so that was the first idea. And then when I saw this locale, I said, we just can't, we can't miss this opportunity because of, uh, you know, the lady who owned this this building, right. her husband was good friends with Martin, Martin Luther King. King. Mm-hmm. They hung out together. They rode bikes. They played pool together. He was a and pastor, so, right? Yes, I believe so. Mr. Ro- Edsel Robinson. Yes, yes. And her name was Miss Pearly Robinson. And so it was so cool because I never had, we never had a brick and mortar or anything. So I, you have to write this letter of intent. So I wrote this letter. I tried the best I could. And she, she said, I had 30-something applicants, but I want you. And that made me feel so good. I felt like I was on the right path. To, and, and because, you, you know, a bird in the hand is worth more than two in the bush, I was like, i got to focus on this because this is where I'm at. But I still make the trek to go to Detroit often and, and continue this relationship. So that should be coming very soon, uh, you know, God willing, that, you know, we will make that happen as well. And then we get, we get the interview at the crib. Yes. Uh, I love Detroit. Good time. Yeah, and he loves Detroit. So Detroit and Havana are very similar. You know, you know, you have... You have the city, you know, went through, you know, bankruptcy, you know, uh, just dilapidation, you know, the, the people forgot about it, right? But you had all this rich art and culture and, and the people, and it's the, the soul and the cars, yeah, right? The cars. Oh, in Havana, you get off the plane, you, oh, you yeah. stepping back into 1950. Mm-hmm. Like you, and those cars came from where? From here. Detroit. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, that, that's relative, and so and the people are like how they they're full of spice and life, just like it is in Detroit. You know, Detroit they don't think what you're looking at. You know what I'm saying? And then and then when they find out who you are, I mean, they number love is not, but you know, at the same time, I'm, I'm, I need to know bad, who you bad, are first. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that word one more time. That ain't, what? Hey, that ain't where scripted. is it at? That ain't script. You're all right. <laughs> yeah, I was in. The, I went to the website and I read the the, the background oh, well, and the thank history. You. So I like to do kind of. Do a little research on, but when you writing that letter of intent to whomever this belonged to yes. about not having a brick and mortar, I'm right. surprised that that resonated with her. And you know, you kind of shot to the top of the list. That's it's a blessing, really. Because when is. I came in, I just felt welcome. It feels so welcome. So I know the community that comes in here is closely knitted. Oh yes, you know yeah. I mean? In fact, in 2017. We were celebrating our 10-year wedding anniversary. We've been together 16 years oh, now, wow. married. Thank you, thank you. And and we were we we never had a wedding because he came on the fiance visa back in 2007. So uh, it was important to us that we go and have an actual wedding. So we went back to Havana. And we actually 27 people from our shop came from all walks oh, of life. I, I mean, it was wow. a hodgepodge of folk. Like they, you wouldn't even think they would. <laughs> they would not be mixed in the regular life here. But they all came. They had their own Airbnbs and separate, you know, but everybody came together. And it, and those people are still coming to the shop to this day. They're still family. They're still, we've, we've grown since then just off of that. You know, it's like the beauty of, you know, being able to take them back to where my husband came from. And I'm Cuban, but I'm Cuban from Detroit. So it ain't the same, Work. but you know. Come on in, Yandy. Mm. This is my sister, y'all. Okay. Told you it's a family business. Come on in, Yandy. You on camera, sweetie. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> come on, come on. Camera, right? Say hi to the camera behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Before I get out here, I just want to give a big shout out to uh, Edel Gomez of Gomez Sanchez Cigar yeah. for pushing you. Edel, yes. He pushed me a lot. Those, those, uh, Cuban seeds to Atlanta. Yeah, he was. He was Definitely actually. Edel, Edel was pushing Rafa, and Rafa was pushing me, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's good. It's good that that it happened. Yeah, it happened, and I'm very thank you. Oh, yeah, it's it's, so, it's such a blessing because he made it. He made it. Okay, everybody here is American, right? Right. Right. So let's let's break this down. We get some type of education, right? We get inundated by certain philosophies and systems that are put in place. And I have to be honest with you, I didn't think it was possible. I really didn't. I'm being honest. And and as fair as I am, my hair straight today, you know. <laughs> 
that I might be able to pass or whatever and try it, but that's not who I am. Right. So I always thought, well, how can we do this? Because we're constantly inundated with the fact that we cannot do it, right. that the system is not for us, that we're not supposed to have our own business. But really and truly, it was the fact that he did not come from here that made me think outside of the box, even as a catalyst for him, to say, uh-huh. how can we make this happen for him? You know, and, and, and of course it would directly relate to me, but it makes a difference because we get caught up sometimes and just, we got to work. We got to work. We got to have that paycheck every two weeks. You know, we need to, you know, and so that, that I'm so grateful that I had somebody that didn't come from here and was not raised here and that type of miseducation. Right. I'm not saying that, that some people might not get it. I wasn't one of the ones that got it. Right. I didn't get the oh you can do this on your even though my great my great grandfather had the first uh, gas station black owned mm-hmm. gas station and he worked for the for one of the plants for so many years that he opened up his own garage and he was light like me very fair he was a love child and then all his mother remarried a brown skin brother and they had like I don't know another five children and so he he employed all his brown brothers he was the one light when they got in and helped all his brothers so I had it in me somewhere but I didn't know I didn't find out until later when I was going through the process my great aunt told me look look at this look at this newspaper article you you do have this you can do this you know uh, so yeah that's beautiful yeah everything is you know this you have to believe it's not easy mm-hmm. it's not easy and to you she depends on do all the the paperwork, all the media, all this stuff, because, but, you know, my English is not very good looking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't speak very good English for doing all this stuff. Basically, uh, she the person doing all that sure. work. So I'm the guy that, that, that do the cigar and make it the situation happen on the vendor, all this stuff. Sure. But, you know, we do, like, a very good uh, thing yeah. over here between me and her right now. We have a Add it to the team. brother Miguel over here. <laughs> <Well, laughs> you know, this very welcome to the family. Very I'm very looking. happy that uh, <laughs> you're coming <laughs> over here because uh, no matter what, this is like a Spanish shop. Right. So we need somebody to be Spanish and to keep it the tradition. Yeah. It was important. Yeah. But someone also who had the grit, mm-hmm. like Detroit, which would be Jersey. Mm-hmm. If we're going to be frank, okay? That y'all, that we're very similar. Y'all might have grit. We got hustle. Oh, well, you think we ain't got hustle? Don't no, start. No, no, no. You don't started off with grit. You started off with grit, right? Right. Now, all I'm saying is somebody that you are walking out with in downtown Atlanta. Okay? So you got to be able to hold your own on your own. And you you can't. You got to have tough skin. That's all I'm yeah. saying. You know, I'm not saying that people from Atlanta don't have that. Because, of course, they do. I'm just talking about the fact that where we are at this point in time, you know, we have a lot of challenges outside. We have yeah. our, our, our unhoused folk that are literally right outside our door that we have to look after too right. you know so it's it's bigger than just us and you know it takes somebody with tough skin to be right here some people might not mean you know there's plenty of folk that go to Buckhead to, because they don't want to be over here right. yeah. but there's some of those people that come here because they want those cigars even right. if they just come in and buy and leave that's yeah, fine that's too fine. That's we, do, we do get a lot of people that travel uh, shoot we got clientels that come over here from Tennessee Kentucky like they Houston. Yeah, like they'll just the make guy, Chicago. One guy came from Hong Kong. Oh yeah. yeah, no, the UK guy and the Russians. Oh, we have, you know, yeah. we get people from all over the world that come here. They yeah. want to visit like, Havana in Atlanta. They yeah. want to see. They're so proud of us that we're making yes. this happen. You know, and 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 we want to continue the tradition of authenticity. You know, that's the most important is that this is not like, I'm not trying to be like anybody else. I don't, I know that, you know, a lot of you don't have this brand, you don't have that brand. No, I don't. I have this one. You want to try it? You know, try something different. You know, that's going to always be there. Yeah, we we always make sure like, hey, you know what, we don't have like all these somewhat big names or like heavy manufacturers, but trust me, with the knowledge that we have in here, if we ain't got it, give us a chance. I'll show you something mm-hmm. either equal or better to it. Yeah. Facts. And I'm gonna expand. Facts. I'm gonna expand your this shit. Something that um, people make a mistake a lot, and they say this cigar is not good, or this cigar is called deep, but it's not good quality. Mm-hmm. So it's not about the cigar. Everybody has different palate. Sure. It's like I explain to people. You know, I can give for you a hundred dollar cigar, and you sell what? The cigar is 
not good. It's not good for you because the palate is different. Right, right. So I can give three dollars cigar fees when the cigar is amazing. Everything says it's about your palate. There's sometimes they can be good for the tobacco, so sometimes they might be good. No matter what, you smoke a hundred or three dollar cigar, it's everything about your palate. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, what's up? You got anything wrong? Hey, man, I'd be down here enough, man. Yeah. I, if I want to talk to them, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, tu casa. Yeah, one more okay. thing. Uh, you know, all, all our family work over here in the chat. They start from... Nephew, my wife, my, my brother, my, my sister, sister Yandy, uh, everybody that been nephew, here. Kimani, so everybody passed. Yeah. 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 Like a family opinion for real. Yeah. That's, yeah. Really is. That's important. That's, the yeah. That's important. Let me ask the soundproof hunger room uh, with the influence of cigar shops in Atlanta. And you've been here several times. What separates Havana cigars from anywhere you visit? For me, it was just how real it was. Like, I walk, and this was, I hate to put you out there. Go ahead. I walk in, Let I me sit, hear. And, and this this was the home feel he gave me. Because, you know, like, back at the crib, we got bulletproof glass right. everywhere. Right. You know, you go in our, we call them party stores, whatever. You liquor ain't, store. Yeah, the liquor store, right. Liquor store. You ain't, everything worth something is behind the bulletproof glass. Right. <laughs> so when I came in, got my cigars, went to the counter, Miguel got the, the hammer just hanging out. Right. You know what I'm saying? I said, oh, okay, I'm at the crib. This, yeah. this is cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. when I sat down, it was cool. You know, I sat down here for maybe, the first time I came down here, I was about four hours. But I ain't, I didn't want to leave, but my liquor was catching up with me. Yeah, so you I, sit I, down. Yeah, you know, I had to leave. Now, he was sitting down I right, was there, right there. Yeah. He was like, Yo, y'all yeah, haven't been interviewed? Yeah, I just, right. it's right, something right. that made me ask him. And right. When he got on the phone and called her, mm-hmm. and I said, I'm a, I said, I told him, I said, yo, I'm enjoying myself right now. I'll call her later. Mm-hmm. But I wanted you to do it because I didn't know if she was going to be right. Ra- Rafa uh-huh. with, the, with the tongue. So I was yeah. just like, I'm going to let Crespo call her. <laughs> so, like, a week went by. You know what I'm saying? I remember, I was on yeah. you. I said, you make that call yet? You talking right. about, nah, I'm going to get to it. Right. Make that call, brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Made the call. We came down here. Man, you came, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. And then she pulled up. Yeah. Yeah. When the history between me and her started coming out, like, she, she yeah, swear up and down, I knew her about. sister from when I was Y'all like, went to Eastside by Carrie. We went to the what, same what, school, what, what, but I'm older than her. We, she, we don't know each other. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's dog. Oh, she don't remember me. She, too, <laughs> she remembers. She sat in the third row behind Me and her sister went to the same school together, and it was, it was so funny because when you say that name, you automatically know they're from the crib because that's not a normal... School, right? Unless you from it's a the black crib. Catholic school, yeah. Actually. So you really don't hear that often. So when she said it, I was like, "Oh, she's from Detroit for real." You know, you got the not at BMF little story out. Right. Everybody, Everybody went up though, and all that. But <laughs> she got out. But the, what really wanted me to do it is she wasn't gonna do it without him. Yeah, right. Her husband. She she could have easily just said, "Y'all come on, we can do it," but she was insistent that we didn't do it without him, and yeah. that was something that. Yep. Hands down, I was like, "Yo, we on their time. Whenever we get it done, we are gonna get it done." Thank so you for that. that. that I was, appreciate um, it. You got to keep the family together. Yeah, okay. That, that, meant, that meant a lot to that meant a lot to me. So this the spot. And we said we still let Miguel come on in. Yeah. You know, I mean, but, but Miguel had to be here. You know, was like, I don't want Miguel replacing me. I'm right, like, right, 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 right. I mean, but I was like, I don't want that over the phone. I was like, I, I, I know. Look, I the thing is, she was like, I was like, I didn't even say anything about no interview. I just said, I, look, y'all can interview yeah. there. That's all I said. And he did say he was just like, I can get the owners. I'm like, I thought he was gonna car me, man. Like, give me some car. I don't want that, man. I'll get in touch with the owner. Here you go. Right. I'm the kind of owner that's approachable. If you come, you know, what I mean, I, you can call me yeah, and I'll yeah, answer. I mean, yeah, I'm Rafael. the one doing that Instagram. I'm, you know, my yeah. hand hurts right now from right. the stuff, you know, posting all this time. But you know, I, it's worth it because that's what people want. Like you say, people come in. Some people want to be recognized. Some people want their picture taken. Sure. I mean, we are living in somewhat of a narcissistic society right now. Everybody's doing selfies all the time. So obviously, that 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 they mean that means something to them to be recognized, to be acknowledged. To, to, to find, and then it's not just me taking a picture, but it's 
finding your good side. You know right. how hard that is sometimes? Right, right, right. Not but you me. know, I, I try to take time out to find, I'm not, I can't find your good side, but the rest of everybody else, <laughs> I take extra time out to find a good side, you know, to say, okay, what, what would be, I like to take pictures. I like to show people having a good time smoking and relaxing. I call it meditation because sometimes they just zone out, you know? And, and I love that. So that that's important too. The crazy thing over here is that you never know who you mean. Right. And they're, I went to this show history. My one of my friends. So one of my customer he told me one day, he came one day and said, hey, I want you to meet one of my friends. He played football. Yeah. In Cuba, we don't play football. We don't watch football. So I don't say nothing about American football, right. I'll be honest with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so my, the, the, his friend came one day and told me, hey, my nice head. Said, okay, not too much. I'm not Rafa. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I said, everybody take a picture of this guy. I said, I don't know who this guy is. Right. So later on, my guy called me, hey, uh, my friend's in the shop. Like, yeah, I see one guy over here. Better take a picture. Who yeah. this guy? So no, this is Ed Rui. Right. So I don't know. I still don't know who Ed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Now, if you didn't understand, if you said okay. Ed Reed. Yeah. Ed Reed. Yeah. 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 Number 20. Baltimore Ravens. So uh-huh. in this moment, uh, I three hundred send everybody. And at this point, he is still be our He's friend. our brother. He is still be good he, brother, and we hang out together. He DJ to for my Miami birthday. And That's what's up. Yeah, I we mean, had a cool. very good relationship, and this is what he said. Well, yeah, you know, we keep him like a, the real thing. Like mm-hmm. a, he, right, he yeah. said, hey, I'm Ed. Rafa said, yeah. hey, I'm Rafa. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's no matter who you are, we treat you the same. Yeah, it's still love. It's still love. But sometimes yeah. people don't want to be bothered with that. You know, we got yeah. guys that come in, they just like, uh-uh. I pick, nope, okay, yeah. I leave yeah. them alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it just depends. But we get people like that all the time. Yeah. Well, I want to say thank you for having us. It was definitely a pleasure. Uh, I say when I came in, I felt like family immediately. Nice to together. And then... Y'all showed up throughout the whole process, that whole day we sat here, and uh, I was definitely going to be spending, it's a little drive for me. I, I hate driving downtown, but. <laughs> well, you can't, I have folks that come all the way past, where they live, Hiram, Georgia, where, yeah. where? Hi, they yeah. come far right as hell, and, but they bring their lawn chairs and uh, sit outside. The whole day, yeah. yeah, but it's dates, you know, right. it's like married couples, 25 years, and don't want to go to the club right. and hang out here. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. So we, yeah. I like I said, I appreciate it, it's a man of cigars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I had a blast. Thank you. Thank you. I, Thank you. I just want to shout out to uh, Tres Lentas Cubanas. Great products, ladies. Keep doing your thing. Yes. And we appreciate you guys. Definitely. Definitely. All I got to say is one thing. Coming to Havana Cigars is like having a cigar, period. It's all about the experience. Absolutely. You know, it's a quality and just, you know, come and relax. That's the one thing I will say. We came down here. We got a lesson in family, quality of a cigar, dreams becoming reality, struggles, it's gone, it's gone, <laughs> but this, this is home for a lot, for a lot of people, do us a favor, do yourself a favor, do them a favor, come down and just have your own experience, and uh, I'm the 18th. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. Thank y'all. I appreciate you so much. Do I need that soundtrack, bro? That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I like the soundtrack. Everybody like the soundtrack. You done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you can, um, can we keep that on? <laughs> if we can keep that on, um, I want to get just what we call a drop. So if you can introduce yourselves, introduce your business, and say, and you're listening to the Sound Proof Hunger Room, so we can on. drop that before the video. Um, it's just gonna be silhouette, just you guys. Hold on, okay. let me. Uh, I'm gonna. You put it on a different track. Yeah. All right, got you. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all, you. Y'all did that. I appreciate the love.